Ohio Governor Mike DeWine's former utilities chief, Sam Randazzo, didn't just take millions of dollars in bribes from First Energy. He took extraordinary steps in his role to protect the utility. Text messages show. Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan made a contentious appearance before the House Rules Committee Wednesday involving the January 6th insurrection that Donald Trump provoked and legislation to prohibit police from taking guns from people at riots is proposed in the Ohio legislature. It's the wake-up morning news briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Thursday, October 21st. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. Ex-Ohio Utilities Commission Chair Sam Randazzo, whom First Energy has admitted to bribing with millions of dollars, overruled other commissioners and staff to secure policies that benefited the Akron-based utility. According to a text message from Chuck Jones, First Energy's then-CEO, a text message obtained by a watchdog group. Randazzo also succeeded in, quote, burning, unquote, the final report of a PUCO-commissioned audit into a First Energy customer charge that was overturned by the Ohio Supreme Court. That's according to a March 2020 text from Jones to ex-First Energy Senior Vice President Dennis Chack, acquired and released by the Ohio Consumers Council on Wednesday. The new details add context to a partial excerpt of Jones' text included in First Energy's deferred prosecution agreement with federal authorities, stating that, quote, there's a lot of talk going on in the halls of PUCO about does Randazzo work there or for us, unquote. As part of that agreement, First Energy agreed to pay a $230 million fine and admitted to bribing Randazzo and ex-Ohio House Speaker Larry Householder, both of whom deny any wrongdoing. Reporter Jeremy Pelzer lays it all out in a story on Cleveland.com. Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan made a contentious appearance before the House Rules Committee Wednesday, saying he could not recall how many times he spoke with former President Donald Trump as Trump's supporters invaded the U.S. Capitol January 6th, although he definitely spoke with Trump after the riot. Jordan made his remarks during a session where he and other Republicans argued against a resolution that would hold former Trump advisor and podcast host Steve Bannon in contempt of Congress for refusing to testify before the select committee to investigate the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. The House has scheduled the contempt vote for today. When the chairman of the committee, Jim McGovern of Massachusetts, asked Jordan if he discussed a coordinated effort to overturn the results of the election with Trump, Jordan said, I have no idea what you're talking about. Legislation to ban police from stopping guns from being sold or carried in areas where a riot is happening or might take place passed the Ohio Senate Wednesday. The bill, which now heads to the Ohio House, would also declare gun stores an essential business that can't be shut down by the state during a declaration of emergency. Governor Mike DeWine did not include gun stores in his lists of businesses he ordered closed during the initial weeks of the coronavirus pandemic last year, but governors in five other states did, 
Supporters of the Senate bill say they want protections for gun stores put into state law now to prevent any future governor or lawmakers from closing them during an emergency. Federal authorities are investigating shipments of counterfeit faulty masks to hospitals across the country, including a $1.8 million sale to the Cleveland Clinic last year amid the COVID-19 pandemic. The clinic issued more than 50,000 of those masks to its workers before learning they were fake. Some clinic employees tested positive for the coronavirus after using the counterfeit masks while working on high-risk wards earlier this year, according to a court filing. For months, authorities have indicated that hospitals across the country have been hit by counterfeiters profiting off the pandemic. But the court documents filed by prosecutors in Cleveland and Connecticut offer the first detailed accounts of one of the largest investigations into the counterfeit masks and how health providers were duped. A bill that would allow in-room cameras in nursing homes in Ohio does not include assisted living facilities. That's a concern for a Cleveland-based group that advocates for the families of older Ohioans who live in congregant settings. Paula Mueller, founder and executive director of Elderly Advocates, said the legislation should include assisted living facilities because they too are regulated by the state. Her organization has other concerns with Senate Bill 58, which passed the Senate unanimously in May and is currently under consideration in the House. The bill says that if a resident, their guardian or attorney, decides to install a camera, they have to fill out a form provided by the facility. Mueller said she's worried nursing homes would intentionally delay making such forms available to delay the installation of cameras in residents' rooms. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer. 